Welcome back to this week's edition of the Gishmak of our podcast. This week's Parshas, Parshas Bishalach, Shabashira. We are recording live from Norfolk, Virginia. This week's podcast is a dedication to the B'nai Israel congregation here, celebrating its 75th anniversary. It is our hope that the community should continue to grow by leaps and bounds to continue the great work. And the entire 757 should be filled with Limud HaTorah and Tefillah. Shavashira and Parsha B'Shalach, quite possibly, is the most action-packed Parsha in all of the Parshios. Kal Yisrael has left Egypt. We are standing by the Nile, or standing by the Yam Suf. We are going to be walking through the Yam Suf. We are going to sing songs. We are going to be attacked by the Amalekans. We are going to have complaints and mun and lots of different action. There's a pretty strong question that we can ask at the beginning of the Parsha, and we can actually make it twofold. The question we're going to ask is that in every series, whether it be a movie or a series of books, the sequel always seems to be not as good as the original. Kali has made their statement, and more specifically, God has made a statement that he runs the world. Ten plagues that have been forecasted by Moshe have come and wrecked havoc on the Egyptians. Blood, lice, people dying, wild animals have ravaged and wrecked this, the Egyptians. And we've head out of Egypt with all of their possessions. All of the world knows that God's name is great and that Hashem runs the world and that the Jews are the chosen nation. So why does Hashem feel the need to bring them back into the picture in this week's Parsha? The statement has been made. Everybody knows. Hashem, so to speak, has said, I'm not finished with them. Let's bring them back in and crush them one more time. To add a little bit of fuel to the fire, who's exactly left? So many people have died throughout the plagues that it leaves us wondering who's even chasing after the Jews. The, the Egyptians didn't even actually want to go. Rashi talks about how Paro had to gather them up and convince them into coming because how we've stolen their money. And Rashi talks about how where exactly did they get the chariots and the animals to flee after us? They were a nation in total disarray. Who was even chasing after us? Has the point not been made? Why does this series need a sequel? The point L'Chaira has been made. And secondly, how come the Klal Yisrael, after this entire episode of last week and the week before, why did it take them so long to break out into song? Az Yashir Moshe only happens when the water crashes down and they're all dead. After ten plagues, after seeing God's hand so openly and seeing these ten miracles, if not more, as we talk about on Leil Seder, how come we didn't break out into song when we were leaving with all of their food, all of their money, zone with matzah on our back? Were we not excited? Were we not happy then that it took us so long until finally we needed one more miracle for us to break out into song? Perhaps we can suggest, and this is an idea developed by Rabbi Walby 
of Houston, Texas, the grandson of the Ali Shore. The Gemara Kedushin says on 40a, Ula taught that a person does an Avera once, he still understands it to be wrong and he feels bad about his actions. But if he does it twice, he views it as heter. He views it as it's allowed. And this is a insight into psychology and human nature that as people consistently do things, whether right or whether wrong, we eventually become okay with it. Even something that's a bad situation, we can become okay with. As we, as we see throughout uh, our lives and throughout uh, history, when Klai Yisrael gets comfortable in places, even if it's not perfect, we become okay with it. Somebody does an Avera once, Rachman al-Litzlan, lo aleinu, he feels bad about it. Again, it's already okay. And so on and so forth, it becomes more and more allowed subconsciously. Perhaps we can flip this idea the other way as well. A person who does something once, out of inspiration, it's a Moiradika thing. But perhaps it's only in small fleeting inspiration. He wants to try it out. In order for us to solidify the good decisions that we've made, perhaps we can also say that we need to do it again. We need to solidify the choices that we've made. If a person decides that he's not going to eat a donut because he's inspired, he just met with his nutritionist because he doesn't want to have the extra calories, that's a great decision. Does that mean that he's on a diet? No. Once he decides a second time, you know what? I'm going to string two good decisions together and I'm not going to have that donut. That means, oh yeah, yeah, he's really working towards an ultimate goal. He's gotten on this path. HaKadosh Baruch Hu needed to bring the Egyptians back, we can suggest, because the statement had been made and the Jews had decided we are going to be the chosen people. But perhaps it was just a fleeting inspiration that they had decided to follow God into the desert and follow Moshe. Hashem had to bring them back and say, let's make the decision again. Let's make the statement again to solidify the decision that we've made. Because decisions need to be made twice, we can say, in order to solidify them as your path. That's also, we can say, why only now did we break out into song. Oz Yashir Moshe, now we can say with all sincerity and fu- the full meaning that Hashem is our God and Hashem is Shmochama Hashem Shemoy. Laman das kol amehars ki Hashem huelikim ve'in od milvado. It needs to be in order for us to carve a path, not just once. Doing something once is nice, doing something twice is when you can really see. It also works very well with our understanding of how a chazaka, a chazaka is three times, a chazaka is already considered part of you and it could even be a sin if you don't continue it. We have here an interesting idea. For all of our mitzvahs that we do, a person takes up daf yomi. He does it once, it's nice, but does that mean that he's now a daf yomi person? No, you have to do it twice. A person decides that he's not going to eat a donut. Does that mean that he's on a diet? No, you have to repeat it. Hashem had to bring the Egyptians back. The sequel here is better than the original. Here is the ultimate statement that Hashem hu elikim, Hashem hu elikim. Let us all take this idea that doing something once is nice, but it might just be inspiration. It might just be me trying out something new. Doing it twice solidifies my dedication to change. Emir Tashem should be an enlightening and inspiring vart to us all. Amir Dikashabas. Mm-hmm.